And welcome everyone to Thunderdome Metal Reviews, your church of heavy metal. Today we are back in the dirty streets of New Orleans to discuss a band that, to be quite honest, I had often heard of but never quite listened to until this episode. I am the Reverend Dangerously with me as always are Gabe, Tracy, and David. My friends, my companions, how are you doing? One of my favorite places in the world around this time of year is in fact New Orleans. So I'm happy to be back. But this time now featuring black metal. I feel like I'm an angel hung from the arches of heaven. That's how I describe you, Tracy, at all times. I figured as much. I was delivered from the wound of perdition. <laughs> that seems like <laughs> that word, perdition, particularly, seems to be like in all these bands, lexicon. But that, That's how I talk. Haven't you seen my movies? I mean, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> a shark ate me um so yeah. ben why'd you pick this just because you were hoping it would be i heart god and it would finally push me over the edge maybe i mean you know and and to those of you since we have not made the reveal in case you didn't see the album cover or read the title when you clicked on this um we are doing angels hung from the arches of heaven by goat whore um honestly it's the same story i needed something that had come out and, and this is something <laughs> October. It was a band that I'd heard of, even if I'd never like really listened to them. Um, and so that's why I, I picked it. And here we are. Let me run down the stuff real quick. Um, it is their eighth studio, full length studio album. Uh, was released on October 7th of 2022 on Metal Blade Records. Had a runtime of 47 minutes and four seconds. A lineup was Sammy Duet on guitars and vocals, Elben Falgaus II on vocals, Zach Simmons on drums, and Trans Am on bass. Um, and it was produced by Jarrett Pritchard and Kurt Ballou. Well, this is not, in fact, I Heart, I heart God. <laughs> I found out when, when I fired up, I was like, oh, okay, this is not what I was expecting. No, they apparently started out as a, a sledge outfit, uh, but they are definitely not that now. Definitely um, not. And ironically, um, if you you would have no way of knowing this because it's in our group chat, but we have been talking uh, recently about Acid Bath, and this is a band that formed out of the demise of Acid Bath. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I thought it was going to be more like that, but it's not. It's, it's not. like black black metal with some classic rock, <laughs> essentially. A little bit of thrash, yeah. Um, yeah, some thrash. It was better to see set my expectations low and there's nowhere to go but up. I was like, okay, this is not the painful experience I was expecting. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was as David was kind of like, here we go. I hate God. And then all of a sudden, I was like, we're like, what? This is, this is not sludge. I was not expecting this at all. Yeah. And I think what I got from this style wise was, you know, they're parked like relatively firmly in the death metal camp and they do some excursions to black metal country and um, pay homage to thrash like along the way. Um, it sort of struck me as very middle of the road. Like it doesn't do de death metal in any sort of uh, n new or uh, totally. Um, they don't pay homage to that genre in a way that a lot of the other death metal bands that we've reviewed before actually just like are worshiping at the altar of, for instance, you know, Morbid Angel or, you know, other sort of classic bands. They're, they're dipping their toes in the water and they feel, they feel all right there. Um, so 
for me, it kind of felt like they didn't go very deep in any of those styles, um, but they were drawing on each of them. Um, in a weird way, it reminded me a lot of Deicide. Hmm. That's probably the ruinous liturgy that they uh, that they used in their lyrics. <laughs> well, not just the not just the vocabulary, but the musical vocabulary. Yeah, I can I can see that a little bit. And it these guys reminded me a lot of like werewolves. I, at least when I heard them, like that's kind of like a comp that came to mind that we've listened to recently. In the terms of the death crossover with black metal, and just kind of like let's see how far we can just kind of push a bar on this. But it seems like they have like I don't. They don't play the pay the homage that you see a lot with the death metal bands, like you were saying, with the ones that came before them. And I think that's intentional. Because a lot of like the stuff, it almost hits more melodic death metal in the terms of like the yeah. style, like their guitars or the way they do their songwriting. Like it's death metal, but it's like we're, they've cycled back to death metal through melodic death metal. I, I did feel, yeah, I don't think it's quite as, obviously, as brutal as werewolves, and that I didn't feel like I was torn apart by crocodiles, and then werewolves shat on the paces. <laughs> and werewolves is so, I don't know. This, between the sort of melodic elements, and then, as I said, there's really some sort of blues country stuff happening in here that I thought was actually pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it's super innovative. I don't know. I don't listen, as you know, to a ton of black metal. But I agree, Gabe, it's not... Um, I think Deicide is a decent comparison, particularly in terms of lyrics, but just their vibe, their overall vibe, sort of like that. Oh, wow. I think, Did it, oh sorry, go ahead, please. I was just going to say, I think it's also for death metal, it's like awfully mid-tempo. Like there's, and like for all the, That's for the true. thrash that we mentioned, the thrash sort of uh, moments or the thrash influences there, it really doesn't um, get too speedy. Um and depending on your your taste in death metal, your mileage may vary, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think that they are paying homage to like the death metal bands, and that they're not like evoking it in a lot of the stuff that we have doing a retro act. Um, but they, you know, form in '97. They released their first album in 2000. Um, so you know, they're kind of that second wave, and I really think that. To me, they are definitely a, a post-Covenant um, band, um, death metal band, and that, that mid-tempo stuff is right out of later Morbid Angel albums, and, you know, the groove and some thrash stuff. So, to I, I don't, I feel like they are, so really, I agree with what Gabe said about them sampling from all this stuff and not really sounding like they're, they're dipping their toe into it. But to me, it's just like, okay, this is all the stuff that we listen to. And so we're going to make it into our own, uh, considering where they're from, our own gumbo of an extreme metal style, um, which, you know, is probably very regional in a way that you don't often think of metal being, because um, that is much more you hear when people talk about hip hop or rap or something like that, you know, East Coast, West Coast, Dirty South, whatever. Um, so this really has those elements to me of being a re regional extreme metal band that has been influenced by these three other um, pathways, sound streams. You saying 
like post covenant makes a lot of sense for this album because like they even have their own god of emptiness track on here to close it out with is what came to mind hearing it which it yeah definitely makes a lot of sense and i haven't spent the time in the bath <laughs> and the, the bloodbath to as much as probably david and ben have and maybe gabe at this point even at that just from sheer amounts of copious amounts that he's spending time in that bath of, of recent time um it does remind me a lot of the stuff that came on Cough Covenant and just kind of like that mid-tempo death metal way because they're not going to melt your face off, but it's like a bludgeoning hammer over and over again kind of sense. I mean, I see the deicide comp too, especially, I mean, especially thematically, they are much more on the deicide than they are the Morbid Angel. Um, or, oh, yeah. you know, if you want to, um, we recently did this album too, but like Behemoth. I mean, they could tour with Behemoth, and it would not sound out of place. Hundred percent. They they definitely have the chops and the uh, the anti Christianity camp there for sure. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt that they kind of sound like uh, black metal on a fair number mm-hmm. of these tracks. It's not like um, you can't. I I wouldn't even jump to the conclusion that this is a death metal band. Like it's just it's kind of like in between for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that too. And I do want to say I think it helps them out a lot as to this is insanely well produced compared to like when you get it because it's the drums sound great, the guitars sound fantastic, and it's not Florida in 1988. Is how you're saying? <laughs> yeah, and his, <laughs> his vocals aren't cooking like he he does fry vocals the entire way through, but there is some variety between it and then like it's not just continuous the same sound like we saw with like tomb mode and a couple of the newer death metal bands that really hammer that cookie monster style yeah i think for my taste um while the production is something that you can praise um i tend to like it a little bit dirtier than this and on top of that i think that musically it's a lot less interesting than a number of the other sort of like records that you know draw on similar styles um it feels pretty safe gave us the bands in danger that's right well you know i i mean i think it's good to kind of uh experiment and to stake your terrain not you know uh in a recognizable way i'm not i'm not saying these these uh these guys don't try to do that but i just wasn't drawn in i think they're way less likely to fight you than glenn barnes is to fight us some of the things we've said so or, or, or go dancing for that matter who is going to be right. the shit out of us for review five for sure i mean i don't really have a whole lot else to say about this um shall we talk about tracks sure okay this was obviously my pick so i will go first and uh get your drinks ready gentlemen because i kind of like them all i'm very in a similar camp as you like i like this album quite a bit more than I expected to, considering I expect to be a sl- pure sludge album too. Just another I got experience, but I really liked Bestow of Abomination, uh, Runus Wittigerji, Weight of Sola's Heart, and I I love the ending, and I was delivered from the wound of perdition. I I liked pretty much all these two. Invocation is a bit of a throwaway, but you know I'm never a huge fan of it just like that. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Death from Above because I'm in this mode right now where we're constantly waiting to get vaporized because of what's happening 1,500 miles away, now 1,200 miles away. So that's fine. 
but uh this whole album yeah this album as i said was uh not what i was expecting and so i was pleased i guess it's a difference um in terms of expectation and i also i think gabe has now become uh what i would call a completist or a connoisseur of death metal so and this admittedly just i see what this isn't as heavy as a lot of the stuff you like i mean i think it's also cleaner and totally um, there's no cave here at all the the black metal pieces of it are pretty run-of-the-mill i would say sure um not and not even you know knowing like all of the black metal there is to know it's like it sounds like pretty generic stuff but anyway i wanted to shout out um born of satan's flesh and ruinous liturgy of course and also voracious blood fixation that's really good um there i do like uh i do think that other tracks on here are okay like nihil is also good um but i think that yeah it was sort of up and down for me all the way through I get that. I get that. For sure. Being, being you who you are as a person. Yeah, man. Not everybody can like everything. So it'd be boring if we did. True. Um, so I guess we will move on to grades. Um, I picked this voice, and so to the surprise of no one, I really enjoyed this quite a bit. Um do I think it's the most innovative thing you ever know, but I don't think things necessarily have to be. Um, so I'm going to give it an A. Right on. I feel like, and this is uh, not a dig, it's going to sound like, I feel like my brand loyalty bump, uh, I think for you, it's New Orleans. I feel like New Orleans automatically just by law. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say you're wrong. <laughs> it's No, it's I, I get it. Um I'm not going to come in quite as high as that. I thought this was pretty good. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, an 86. I'm going to give this a high B. It was fun. Again, it was more better than I was expecting, and it was cool to listen to. I spun it through probably the most times, just because I listened to Life of God so much already, but we'll get into that soon enough. High B. Um, I'm going to kind of land in between you guys. I, re- I enjoyed this album a bit, but I think it doesn't quite hit the A mark, so I'm going to give it a B plus, 89. Yeah, I'm going to bring up the rear here. Uh, I think this is like a high B minus for me. Um, it's really not terrible, but it isn't the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Because it's an average of 88. It's the same thing about me, so it's not, <laughs> not, not terrible. But... <laughs> I was going to say, that's we have the, the uh, blurb for the back of the album cover. <laughs> no, totally. Sorry, Tracy. Uh, yeah, that's, I what I was, that's what I was going for. <laughs> totally. I would buy this, Tracy. Yeah, this would be in my, my bag. Yeah, I'd buy this. I wouldn't. I get that. Just, again, there's no caves involved. The sticker on the front has a cave with a line through it. You can understand the lyrics. You know, so. It's like, no caves here. <laughs> no <Turn> caves around. <laughs> here. <laughs> Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. That's right. All right. So what are we doing next time, Tracy? Next, we are doing David's, David's one of David's favorite bands of all time, mm-hmm. and Lamb of God and their new release, Omens. See if this lines up as one, number one, or number one on David's list for the year, and find out why on our next episode here. I was going to make it even shittier, Jeff. I'd be like, is he going to go as slow as A- minus or as high as 102? I mean, it's, <laughs> where's it going to fall? A- minus, it's A- minus, 
Dave, you got to build some tension. You got to. Everybody who knows and has followed this podcast for the time of its <laughs> implementation and creation, it's an A or higher for you with Lamb of God. I, I, mean, I have no idea. Drop what you're... 94. Just boom. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no one else is Tracy. You're the only one who has access to the spreadsheet. So no one else knows exactly. about yeah. those averages. Knows. Uh-huh. There's somebody in the basement, Antwerp, somewhere, like keeping track of the grades. And the Tracy <laughs> it's one of the members of Psychonauts. It is. That's how they you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's going great on Thunderdome Metal.